You're listening to the Calm and Cozy Podcast, a show about rest, finding relief from insomnia, and appreciating sleep as the ultimate act of self-care and self-love. I'm your host, Sleep Coach Beth, author of the Calm and Cozy Book of Sleep, and as a sweet listener once called me, your sleep fairy godmother. Hi, welcome back to the Calm and Cozy podcast. I recently had a call with Andy Campbell about sleep and self-care. Andy is a recreation therapist and mental health advocate and has been a valuable member of my audience for quite a while. Andy and I met online and we've connected over our many things in common. This episode has been barely edited and is rather long, but we had so much fun chatting about so many topics that I just wanted to let you listen in. If you have a bit of a longer commute today, or you're stuck in traffic, or maybe you have a Caribbean cruise in your near future, you might enjoy listening just to pass the time. But I also have to say that Andy was a great guest and shared a lot of great information. She also has a beautiful website and a blog at cultivatingrecreation.ca and she can be found on Instagram at cultivating underscore recreation. She was really good at connecting our off-topic rants back to the main point of the episode, so well done, Andy. Oh, before I press play, I have something really exciting to share. I have an online course in the works. It's called Freedom from Insomnia. I partnered with my friend, fellow insomnia coach, Derek Lacey, and this is not just an e-course. It's a group coaching experience. It's a supportive community, an online resource for people struggling with insomnia symptoms. Freedom from Insomnia is launching this spring, and we're looking for a handful of people who are ready to make a big change and get into this community at our low founding members price. There's nothing like this out there, and we want the right people to help us make this community amazing. Derek and I have both experienced freedom from insomnia for ourselves, and we believe that you can as well. Get on our waitlist at freedomfrominsomnia.com. I'm going to read my awkward intro. Okay, I'm not looking. Okay, thank you. Okay, today on the podcast, I am talking to Andrea Campbell of Cultivating Recreation. Andrea and I connected online, I would say in the past year, probably. We both have a passion for sleep and rest and self-care. We're also both Canadian girls who have adorable chocolate labs and share a bit of a Michael Stipe obsession. Andrea works in recreation therapy and mental health. And we wanted to have a fun but important conversation today about self-care and mental health and maybe some REM music as well. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I think we should just (laughs) dedicate the entire time to Michael Stipe. That's what we should just do. Yeah. (laughs) That's self-care in itself. itself. (laughs) This episode is dedicated to Michael Stipe. Right? I'm sure he appreciates this. You're talking recreation. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, I should have some vodka lemonade to go with it. I like as well. it. I like what's going on here. <laughs> Can you? I mean, I know I gave the best intro ever, but Love it. can you 
also give me a little intro talk about yourself tell us what you're doing how you got started a little bit about you yeah, well, I actually really appreciate the use the word fun and then moved quickly off of that because that's <laughs> one of the things that um, rec therapists gets all the time that we're like mm. the fun, um, we're, the, we're the fun category. And a lot of the stuff I do is not fun. Mm. And um, I think that's kind of important to to tease out. Um, so now that I've sold myself as a really exciting person to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to press pause quietly. <laughs> No, so I um, I am a recreation therapist and I work in community mental health. I've, I've worked in that particular um, area. So out on an assertive community treatment team um, and I'm, I'm in Southwest Ontario and I've worked in that position for 15 years. And so I see people who have a primary diagnosis of schizophrenia or bipolar mm-hmm. and they're living in their own homes and I'm, I'm helping them um, stay in their homes and living the best quality of life possible. So that's what my work is. And I'm a mom of a perfect little five-year-old. Um, and uh, I have a house full of animals that um, hopefully don't join us today. Um, and yeah, I'm, I, I am interested in, in, um, in how people are coping with COVID and how it changed or didn't change people's experiences um, out in the world. So I'm pretty lucky in the sense of I was, uh, I grew up in rural Ottawa and um, I didn't have any neighbors except for cows. And my mom used um, television as a reward system. So we got to have one coupon of uh, TV a week and I have an older brother. And so I would use it to spend time with him. So um, I, I, I've missed out on that whole addiction to television because of the rural and the, and the no TV. So, um, I, I never catch up with the, the latest shows with anyone because it's just not something that I ever really, um, I never, I guess I never really valued television. Unlike my brother who can't stop watching. I mean, you know, it, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's, we, we went in different ways on that one. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's a little bit about me anyway. The no TV thing is interesting, but I had to say I'm disappointed because I was just going to talk to you about what's new on Netflix and what you're addicted to. And yeah, we don't really have anything to talk about. This is awkward. No, (laughs) I I think and that has been um, a thing for me my whole life that Mm. because I I lived in the middle of nowhere, um, you know, the city kids had, uh, you know, they had cable. And so they would watch those shows and you'd bond about those shows or the or the um, the toys that you had were based on those shows. Right. And as you got older, um, I did watch 90210, though. I I did get whenever we seem to get TV around that time of my life. And then as as I get in the workforce, people are watching, you know, Survivor and The Bachelor and Grey's Anatomy and um, This Is Us. And Mm. I I don't watch any of them. And I've seen snippets of each one. um, And I always end up crying. And I don't know why people do that to themselves. (laughs) But I mean... And on a bigger picture, I mean, it's pretty good to say that that's, um, we're, we're made for connection as people, right? And we're looking mm-hmm. to connect. And so when right. you look at those TV shows, you're looking to connect with people and you, you instantly, you know, connect with these characters. And I mean, that's a, a tribute to the human spirit. But <laughs> for us to catch up on what's new, I'm like, I'm not your girl. 
I know. Well, I do watch things. We stream. I don't watch live TV, which doesn't make me better than anybody else. I'm not trying to brag. I would just... <laughs> When I do watch something, it's we're turning on Apple TV and going to Netflix or Crave, whatever. Um, but I have to also do something else while I'm watching because mm-hmm. I don't just like sitting there and watching. I have my laptop and I'm working on like a creative project, like something that doesn't need a lot of thought or I'm yep. crocheting. So I'm very lucky that... I am with someone who, who doesn't mind like pausing it or catching me up on something that I just missed. And he'll be like, Oh, this was important. Like you have to put that down for a second and watch this because I think a lot of people would be annoyed by that. Like, aren't you watching this? And it's like, I'm sorry, I can't, like, I'll always say we need to keep a light on somewhere because I want to work on something. I don't like just sitting and watching. I like to feel like I'm being at least a little bit productive while I'm watching. So that's, that's the, my thing. Like, that's how I'm better than everybody else. <laughs> no, I, you know, I think that that is actually pretty common that people <laughs> like to multitask when they're doing something. And again, that talks about like how divided we are in our attention all the time, mm-hmm. right? That it's, I can't possibly, like, I'm so overstimulated that just sitting, (laughs) doing one thing isn't overstimulating enough. Just going to backtrack to the crocheting. So I like to try different things. Mm -hmm. Um, I am not, like, an expert in any single thing. If we Mm -hmm. look at the, the scope of things I've tried in my life... I do not excel at any of them. I'm, I'm mediocre at best in all of them. And crocheting was like at my nemesis. I went oh. to this group before, you know, when we were allowed to do that. And um, of like people, you, you know, you sit around and you learn how to do it. And, you know, you have a drink. And, and, and I kept looking at everybody who just found it so easy to do. And I was like, um, sorry, sorry, is it, what's happening here? Like, why is my thing? I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to do and it's terrible and it, um, it was too tight and then it wasn't even the right shape. And it just, I'm like, I do not find this enjoyable. And everyone else had created something and mine was like a line this, this big. And I kept it for a long time thinking maybe in a different time or space or I don't know, I, I, this would turn into something. And then I had to let it go that this is not my jam. <laughs> at all I really wanted it to be but it was not no I'm not crafty I'm sorry no but also don't you find that as adults we're not patient with ourselves when we're learning things absolutely we feel like like okay I went to one class I should be good at this by now but when we're little we're we're okay with like I'll eventually learn it I mean Mm -hmm. we don't even think about it it's just common that it's going to take a while for us to learn to ride our bike or they're like, the look at this, adult. I'm awesome, right? Like, yeah. I, I nailed it. And you're like, whoa. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, maybe work a little bit harder on it, right? But, and somewhere that like confidence goes because, yeah, no, I, this wasn't one of those things where I feel like I was going to get better. This was just, um, this was outside. Although I did try knitting mm. and um, a woman, with dementia um, was the one who taught me and she was actually awesome and her instructions weren't 
the best, but I actually could find like the therapeutic value in knitting. Mm. And so that's why I thought I felt probably overconfident that I could go into crocheting. Like, you know, these are similar type things that I can make it happen. And it is not. No. no. So lesson learned. Don't but, judge yeah. all of those things. The yeah. only thing they have in common is yarn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and like cozy results. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I've learned to knit Mm -hmm. several times and Mm -hmm. I'm just not and I'm just not a knitter okay but being it's kind of it's like when someone learns one language and they're like you're fluent in French so you'll be great at Italian Mm -hmm. because once you know that it's not at all like Mm -hmm. you said like knitting and crocheting are not at all they're totally different languages (laughs) but um I found that I was I need to be able to troubleshoot my own problems Mm -hmm. and that's why I like to crochet because knitting Mm -hmm. you also when you knit, you can't make it up as you go along. And I'm a make it up as I go along person. And I like to change things or like make, I do my own patterns. So Fancy. with crochet, you can do that. With knitting, you cannot. So I just found, and also I, I don't want it to take two weeks to finish a hat. Mm. <laughs> I want to do that tonight <laughs> while I'm watching something. while you're watching tv yeah. and working on some something else you're then also going to make some cozies I like it yeah I want I want to make sure that at the end of this episode of yeah. Jane the Virgin that this yeah. hat is done yeah and I can wear it tomorrow and be like look what I did everybody I yeah like I don't it. want to watch a whole season yeah. to get a hat done it's good to have goals for yourself <laughs> you know small right that's good I like it yeah and I want to comment on you were talking about how we connect with people about mm-hmm. shows that we're watching I know this is like I don't know I don't think this has anything to do with like the topics we we're going to talk about but I Doesn't just matter. feel like organic conversation is yeah. always good right sometimes yeah. I feel like I'm pulling teeth and like what am I going to talk about next no so... lay it on me I'm ready just not crocheting apparently <laughs> I think we can learn um <laughs> Oh, so yeah, speaking of Jane the Virgin and yeah. watching shows, mm-hmm. I I started watching Jane the Virgin. I don't know what got me into it. There was just something about it that I was like, I, I found it really lovable. I found yep. it delightful. Mm-hmm. And I was dying to talk to someone about it. Yeah. And anytime I talk to someone, like I go and at the time I was getting my lashes done and I yep. like, so are you watching anything new? And I'd be like, Jane the Virgin, do you watch Jane the Virgin? No, like (laughs) when I talked to you, no one had watched it. And there was something huge happened in the story, like third season, big, like big story Mm -hmm. thing happens. And I Mm -hmm. just needed to talk to someone about it and couldn't find anybody. And I was at a baby shower slash like barbecue. It was like a fun baby shower. (laughs) We didn't have bows on our heads and stuff. It was like, (laughs) those are rough. Those are rough. Oh my. Yep. (laughs) we we were having fun we were outside and I was sitting at a table and I saw someone that I hadn't seen in a while and we started talking and she just all of a sudden talks mentions Jane the Virgin and I was like oh my god you watch Jane the Virgin I love that show so then we're like are you team Michael are you team Raphael and we were just and I just it was like I don't want to let you go for the rest of this Life until, until the, the series is over, you and I are together. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they actually did have the the finale, and we were texting through yep. it. And we're like, "Have you watched it yet? Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" So yeah. So but, it definitely is. I feel like I've met a kindred spirit when they like the same show that I like. 
which is but, so silly because like no, millions of people like the same shows but no I don't think that's silly at all I think that <laughs> I think I think we're looking in any sort of way to connect with people mm. I think that we're we're desperate to and and not in a bad way I don't mean desperate you know like a pathetic <laughs> you're calling that, me desperate I was like wow that, podcast. That, that took a turn <laughs> um but no I I think we just we really need to connect with people and so we find mm. things and we like push around until we find that thing so because I think we want to like each other in general right I think we want to be like yes. oh my gosh I did this thing that was awesome you did the thing that's awesome we're so awesome <laughs> right like and I think that's that's why we do all types of things that's why we end up going to crochet places that are terrible and you're like this is awful right because you're trying to find your people I was not their people <laughs> and I, I couldn't be there for them. Right. Everyone else was happy and I just, I couldn't do it. So right. hmm. I know, I know it's, I, know. I have other things. I, you yeah. know, don't worry about me. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's, I think that's one of the things that when, when people talk about um, like from a, from a rec therapist perspective, this is like my mm. pet peeve of my profession. Mm. Well, I got a couple, but one of them <laughs> is, um, is around when people just think that you should just throw somebody into some sort of activity, right? They're like, mm. you're bored. Oh, yep. Cat is knocking that over. Yeah. Welcome. Um, sorry. You know, they, I was about to say cat again. Um, but they're like, you know what? They're bored. They're not doing anything you know, take them bowling. This is, this is a classic example for, for me. Um, and, and, and that's not a thing, right? It's just like, imagine everyone rounded up people who I don't know or like, right. And we all should just go to a crocheting thing to, to take up our time. Right. And that's not really what the goal is of probably any sort of therapeutic intervention at all. Right. So like you're tired, you should just go to sleep right? Mm. Or you should, you know, you're bored or you're, you're not doing anything anyway. I'm, I'm placing like a judgment on how you spend your time, right? And I think this is a good idea. So yeah, it's, it's, it, you have to find things that actually matter to you. And so we connect, we try to connect with people, we try to connect with things, because ultimately, I mean, it's just part of being happy and fulfilled is to do things that actually matter to you. So <laughs> hell yes. Right. Yeah. No bowling for me. No, it, Gosh, I think that's, I think when I was, bowling. um, when I was first in school until not that long ago, it, that would just be something that just, that someone like normally a certain health profession, <laughs> we won't, I won't, I won't start controversies, but generally one type of health profession dictates to another around, mm -hmm. this is how, what you should go do. And, okay. and bowling for some reason seems to be the thing. And I, I never mm -hmm. understood why that, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with bowling. Bowling is fine, but, it, but it seems to be a default and I don't yeah. understand that either. Yeah. 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 That's like a thing when people are like, we should get together. We should all go bowling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, you know, I have sweaty hands. I don't bowl and I don't do um, pole dancing either. I had to go to one of those things mm -hmm. where my friend was getting married and she was like, we're going to have the bachelorette party mm -hmm. and we're going to go do, we're going to learn how to dance on a pole. And yeah. I was like, that I am not gliding down anything metal with these hands, first of all. Did you ever chalk up for it? <laughs> <laughs> They did not supply chalk at that lesson. So not sexy, I have also apparently. done. I have tried that as well, and that is that is not good. 
That is not I was like, look. <laughs> all the way down the pole. It was awful. Oh, that's there was there was someone <laughs> at that party who just kept like jumping kind of into the pool the pole. Like they just they didn't get you were supposed to kind of go around it. And yeah. and at one point in the lesson, like you're supposed to do the sexy like mm. cat crawl thing. And yeah. I'm just like, oh no, nobody's no. interested in what I'm selling here, right? Like, I, I giggled through like a yeah. little girl through the whole thing. Like, yeah. yeah. Although I'm... in my mind, I was like, yeah, I could really do a good job, but there's no evidence to support that in any sort of way. No. There's never been a time in my life when I felt like a cat crawl <laughs> would have been <laughs> sexy when I performed it. Like there's just saying, yeah. I mean, never say never, right? Maybe, <laughs> maybe today's the day. <laughs> maybe 2021 is going to be a big year for me in a right? sexy cat crawl, but it's yeah. not on my list of, of things <laughs> to accomplish this year. Until right now. And now you're like, okay, <laughs> revisit my list. <laughs> well, I'm making a note to yeah. practice my cat crawl for cat sure. Crawl. <laughs> oh, I want to hear another know. pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me another recreation therapy pet this is all just like let me tell you things that are let it out problem let's (laughs) talk about it no I think um I think fun is is um it doesn't do justice to to, because this is actually a therapeutic intervention right and so and lot I would think everybody would assume that recreation like even I think we do a disservice to ourselves when we like write articles and we're like, we're the fun profession and this mm. is all fun and it's fun and games and all that stuff. And can I stop and, you for a second to say yeah. that I only said fun because of like no. who we are? No, <laughs> not because I thought recreation no. therapy was fun just for the record. <laughs> no, I don't. This is a thing. This is the thing. Yeah. Um, I got fired up last year. Um, mm. It doesn't take much, really. <laughs> but I got fired up last year because somebody I used to work with works in another organization now. And I saw their article and, and it was like fun was in the title. And then like every time I looked at something like fun was in the title. Oh. And um, and I was like, OK, so if you're learning to play the piano, mm. is that fun? No right? way. We're just like taking this way down right like I have a lifelong goal I've been playing this all the time and the output right like what I do what I I enjoy the performance of it or I enjoy when I can actually do it but like scales and like like the the the, you know drilling every day to to get somewhere like that's not the fun part right so I think that's something that people overlook that like in order for you to find the things that are going to be good for you you have to work at it. And that's not, that's not like the sexy, you know, cat crawling way to talk about things. Right. <laughs> it's, it's um, I think people expect it to be like, I'll, I'll just do something. It will be amazing. My life will transform. Everything will be good. And um, that for most things is not the case. Right. So it, so it can be fun. Right the goal is to have fun. The goal is to enjoy your life, but you got to do some work to get there. Just like mm-hmm. if you, if you have ever had trouble sleeping, right. It's not just like the goal is I, I, I lay down, I go to sleep. Life is good. Everything's fine. Right. 
no, if you've been drinking like six in, in with the population that I work with, I've been having six caffeine, you know, whatever those, the energy drinks are. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't moved my body all day Mm -hmm. for various reasons. And, you know, I've been sitting in front of a screen for, you know, 12 hours a day. My, my diet is terrible again, for lots of, of, of valid reasons, but just to be like, I should just go to sleep and it'll be fine. Right. No, there's, there's a whole lot of steps involved that you're going to have to do. And all of those things take work. So trying to figure out how, um, to like leisure is the majority of your life. Right. I mean, leisure is anything time you don't have to do something. And so, you know, finding what works for you. And we often default, and this is not a shot at television, but we often default to those things that entertain us, right? Mm. And I think um, as rec therapists, people default to us being entertainers, that we will provide opportunities for you to do things. I will tell you what to do, like take you bowling or whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. And then you will be satisfied and it will be great. Or, um, if we're going to, you know, I, I work with people with um, severe mental health disorders and, and um, you know, saying that they should all get together and do something. Well, you're telling me the most special thing about that person is that they, they both have a diagnosis, right? Is that really mm-hmm. how you want to define, you know, your people, right? Like you want to find the people who want to crochet, you know, or the, you know, Jane the Virgin people, like you want to find... <laughs> your, you know, your group. And it, and I don't think that saying that, I mean, there, there's, there's um, lots of good things that come out of peer support, mm. but if really you're only limiting people to spend time with people who have a diagnosis of, you're really not seeing the whole person. And I find that that's, um, that's really limiting. And I think we're doing a disservice to, to people who have any sort of diagnosis, but because mental health is, is my jam, um, you know, I, and, and I just think it's really unfortunate that um, it's so misunderstood that um, like mental illness in general um, is so misunderstood that I think people are comfortable keeping people with, with serious diagnoses as other, right? So, and it's easier to say, let's go, All these people should go do this thing at this time and then everyone feels better about it, right? So <laughs> right. I think that's the I think that's the challenge of all of us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's a great point. It kind of reminded me of somebody saying, like, "Oh, you're looking for a loving, meaningful relationship. You're single, and you're single. You guys should date." Like, yeah. okay, well, you both have both- the same affliction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Except, uh, yeah, we would be horrible together, but at least we're both alone. So yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And I, and, and that's the thing. And, you know, you should do this because that's what people do and it's easy (laughs) and accessible and, and, and forgetting that like people, right. People are people. There's a song there, but um, you know, but you have your preferences and your likes and your dislikes Mm -hmm. and, and, and when it comes to mental health recovery, people are in, on their own journey at a certain point too. So do maybe you're not in the same point in your recovery process and, you know, this wouldn't be a good fit because of recovery or because of personality or because of likes or dislikes or life situation or whatever the case may be. Right. So um, I think that's why I get, uh, I get all fired up about, uh, <laughs> about the word fun. <laughs> Recreation takes 
takes work. <laughs> I just all of a sudden mm-hmm. started coughing for no reason. You're just overwhelmed. I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not COVID cough. Uh, we're, we're, we're zoom over. We're good. <laughs> it's so funny. You can't, you cannot cough in public though. You can't no. cough in public for any reason, for any situation. I, I'll let you continue to try not to cough. <laughs> so, um, my, my yoga has opened up again. And, um, again, like, uh, not that the goal of yoga is to be bendy, but I am absolutely not, um, that either. So I try really, I, I, my hamstrings someday might might be able to give a little, but right now they're they're pretty rock solid where they are. Uh, it doesn't help that we've had start again, stop again, right? But right. at yoga, this this the first time it happened um, after like a closure, and then they open stuff up again. You know, somebody had like a really you can you can hear it's a tickle of some kind, yeah. right? And you could like you could feel their energy of like oh oh no. <laughs> And like, and I, I, I had this urge of, do I get, do I get my mask? Right? Like what, what, what's, what do we do here? Right. And they're on the other side of the room. And I'm like, you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Right. And this is paranoid thing. Like, it's just, it's rough. It has really changed like all of the dynamics of, I mean, you never really wanted anyone to cough on you before, but this no. is definitely definitely rough right so yeah and I have allergies mm, that would be so tricky. not COVID related allergies yeah. at all had them like my whole life mm-hmm. and I was out I was in a grocery store and I started coughing oh. and this woman went "Ooh," and I went it's allergies just relax that's funny that's funny yeah and also, they did not relax because telling no. people to relax is the way <laughs> is the mm-hmm. way to calm people down she went okay thanks for explaining that <laughs> good to know <laughs> yeah yeah here's um, my allergist <laughs> I also don't well this is just related to what's going on right now but you know how we're only allowed to go one way in the grocery store mm. with the arrows I had I don't there's so many things I don't understand like I mm-hmm. think like someone didn't think this through properly mm-hmm. because someone can pass me going the same direction as me but they're not allowed to pass me going the other direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're the same distance, no matter mm-hmm. what direction they're going, but I still get yelled at mm-hmm. when I go the wrong direction. Yes, I order my groceries <laughs> to avoid <laughs> to avoid that. Although I do, um, I don't love um, people picking my produce. Um, I feel like they... Um, they are not as invested in, in like my, my apple picking as, as I would be. So I do, I do go for my own produce, but for, for anything else, I, mm. I order it, I pick it up. I just, I, I don't, I don't, it's worth the $3 or whatever. If you know, <laughs> it's worth it to me. $3. Ours is 12. Um, no, well, that's for delivery. Um, oh, well you have delivery. My, I do pick it up. Like I pick up Walmart groceries ah. most of the time. Yeah. Um, it's just if I had a scheduling conflict, then I'll uh-huh. get to deliver and I feel like I'm yeah, your $12 groceries. I hear you. Princess. I, I see what's happening here. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we're, we have problems with them substituting <laughs> for really yep. awful things. Like I wanted cilantro mm-hmm. 
And they're like, oh, sorry, we don't have that. But we substituted it with 12 pounds of parsley. And I was like, that's not the same thing at all. No. It's a very different flavor. I thought substitution meant like you don't have the fresh parsley, but here we have the dried parsley. Like not like we'll just give you, we had that problem with limes three times. We ordered limes because we like limes in our rum and Cokes. Mm -hmm. Lots of limes. As one should, by the way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they gave us lemons. Nope. And I went, that's not the same flavor. That's not a substitution. No. That's not, that's not right. No, that, they need to understand what substitution means, I think. Like, <laughs> no, right? I, I have had a problem with, like, I got butter sticks. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, pr- I like the butter sticks. So, I hope we're not finding okay. it again. I like the butter <laughs> sticks. And then I got, like, just, like, a, like a, like a thing of butter. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, mm. This mm. is not a real problem. I understand that. Um, <laughs> like I can, I can make this happen. But I was like, that is a substitution. Like I feel, I feel good yeah. that that's a substitution, right? Not cilantro for parsley. Because if you were a person who was against cilantro, which I am, team cilantro. So mm. we're good. We're see, we're friends again, right? I was worried there with the we were going down a path with the TV and the, yeah, the crochet. crochet. I was like, what happened? Like mm. I thought we what happened to us, but we're back with yeah. cilantro. We're I okay. feel connected to you over yeah. the cilantro thing. Yeah, we're good. We're good. But no, you you wouldn't. <laughs> but imagine if you were the person who taste uh, tastes taste like soap. Is that what it is when you don't like it? I think it. You know, like I used to hate cilantro, and just in the last year, I love it. This. I know. This is an entire conversation. How but that's that like happen? how I used to be a night owl and I'm a morning person. I just, I feel like my, as soon as I turned 40, my life just made a turn for the better. You just, just added cilantro. You're like 40 means cilantro. Yeah. My taste okay. buds just changed. All of a sudden what? I loved it and I put it in everything. Well, wow. I can't right now. Cause I have had 12 pounds of parsley I had to get through, yeah. but. What are you going to make? <laughs> no idea i just keep asking people do you need parsley because i can share some i have some to spare yeah just go up and you know you can just be like hey my dog was barking but would you like parsley (laughs) yeah here i'm so sorry for the barking dog right exactly parsley (laughs) oh shoot i do love cilantro and lime so Mm. that is delicious but i love all those those sorry things lime and cilantro in rice oh yeah 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 and um in sour cream put those on your tacos yeah yeah. Mm. like Mm. mix them together i did that oh hello fresh yes a hello fresh meals they do that like lime crema where they do the sour cream with the cilantro and the lime in it yes that's my new favorite thing to do with sour cream besides banana bread Oh yeah, that's fantastic. Do you like chocolate chips in your banana bread? Yes, but not not nuts. I'm not. I don't have a. Nut oh no allergy. no no no. I'm not against nuts. Nuts, nuts are nuts. not a substitution for chocolate chips. <laughs> no, I don't want. I don't want nuts in um my um my uh, banana bread or brownies or ice cream. A hundred percent. I no. don't want my ice cream to melt and leave nuts. A chunk of something. Still, to, I don't want to chew ice cream. No. I no. want it to melt. I don't want both. 
<laughs> I also, I don't really love um, like chunks of chocolate in ice cream, mm. although I enjoy chocolate. I don't want the chunk mm. of, for the same reason that it doesn't, right. because it's still cold, it's still like a chunk of something. Now, mm. not the same level of a nut. Like I don't like, you know, there's a hierarchy here Whole and the level. nut is a hundred percent no. <laughs> um, but as we go down, we're like, okay, like it's fine, yeah. but it's not my favorite. Oh, you should talk about um, something that applies to being calm or cozy, calm and or cozy. Um, Could it be both? (laughs) Oh, it definitely can be both. Um, So just so I can say that we talked about something on topic. (laughs) So I, um, I didn't follow your advice. Uh Uh-oh. This is not, this is the anti-plug for your book. Your book is lovely, by the way. Your book is lovely and it's beautiful and it's full of lovely things and has made me a better person. And I can't actually tell you how this came to be for me. I want to say, and this is usually what happens for me, that I usually, um, I'm trying to find a new way to do something that I, uh, generally somebody is struggling with something. I try to find something else um, and somehow I came onto your podcast and then moved over to your book. I remember that's mm. the progression. I don't mm. know. You know, that's a common progression for most. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know how that came to be though. Like, I don't know through like how I looked things up, how that would have come to be, but that's what I believe that's what happened. And, uh, and then I saw your book and it was beautiful and it was full of lovely, lovely things to do. But, um, and this is going to be morbid, but in, until my dog dies, um, the old one, no, so the so I have I two right and so going. the the chocolate lab doesn't do stairs so okay. she's downstairs she's not coming up but the other one um is very cozy <laughs> in 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 bed and uh she's 13 you know we uh we will not be moving her um <laughs> I don't even think I have an option yeah in this uh, I think she's staying regardless um so that's my one piece of advice I did not take from you although I can absolutely see why it would be important because she takes up you know she sleeps lengthwise and she mm-hmm. like likes to be close and then you get hot and mm-hmm. I I'm, I don't, I don't want to be a hot sleeper right so that's that's an issue but other than that, um, you know, I, I have found that it's been very helpful to like be very um, like concrete on your bedtime, not like mm. in a, like a, you know, panicky type of way that you're like, <laughs> if I'm not here, like that's the opposite of what, late. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, this is it. Right. But I do find being like, this is, this is, this is the right time. Right. And, and mm. more like the, not just like, okay, I have to get up this time. So I count back eight, eight you know, eight hours, hope for the best. Here we go. <laughs> right. But it's like, okay, how can I incorporate other kind of self-care things before like to set the tone for sleeping? Right. How do I do that? What do I, what's important to me? What, um, what helps me when I sleep and like even trying to figure out that stuff. Right. So um, for me, cause you, obviously want to hear about my sleep patterns um I I cannot listen to um I can I can listen to anything with words um in my getting to sleepy time but when it's like I'm going to fall asleep I I go in and out of sleep with somebody talking that I Mm -hmm. I, it's I think I somehow I need to stay alert or talk to them or something I'm not too sure um and uh sounds also don't so like mm. i like i can listen to music 
I can find that relaxing, but like the, like the babbling brook or the, you know, <laughs> whatever, those type of things that I like it and I find it soothing, but I can't much like I can't, um, if I'm trying to do self-care, trying to do meal prep, I can't put food, um, in the crock pot overnight because the smell oh. disturbs my sleep. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll wake up and I'll be like, what is happening? Like, it's just a totally different scent, like, like a sense when I'm sleeping that I'm, I'm like, what is going on? And so I have found consistently when I've done this, I was like, the problem was the crock pot, right? And it doesn't matter what <laughs> recipe, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. It's just, it's so I, knowing what doesn't work for you also, it's very helpful. So yes. yeah. Let me address them one by one. Yeah. So you're like <laughs> so crock pot, say, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> the dog thing mm-hmm. not having your dog sleep on your bed at this point just because you feel like that's the thing that you should do so your best friend Beth doesn't get mad at you mm-hmm. is worse than just letting your dog sleep on the bed like the stress mm-hmm. or the anxiety or the guilt that you would feel would probably affect your sleep mm-hmm. more than just letting the dog do its thing because this is a comforting thing for the dog and for you right now. Get yeah. what I'm saying with that? Like, I I'm not mad at you. I mean, that was really, I feel relieved. I was, I'm good about that. <laughs> um, I don't think she would let me. I think that's part of it, that she would make so much commotion. And that's um, the point. Yes. That's so like, adds stress. Yeah. Right? Adds stress to your life. Yeah. You'd worry about the dog. Yeah. If you, if they you had to like forcefully remove the dog that that's yeah. not a good thing. That's not a common no. bedtime routine that no. I want you <laughs> to put into place. So let's just, I'm going to relieve you of that pressure. Have it on right record. Now. You're not mad. We're good. Okay. Let the friggin' dog sleep on the bed. <laughs> Don't worry. She'll about be so it. pleased. <laughs> She'll be, she's like, Oh, I didn't know this was up for discussion. <laughs> Wherever the dog is right now listening, she's like, yes. Right? Well, she's got a cone on so she can hear it better. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, shoot. True. Was the other thing I was going to comment Listening on? to, um, like, so either stories or yes. sounds. Yes. Yeah. I can listen to any kind of white noise, brown mm-hmm. noise, like something like that, because it's a constant sound. Sorry, time, brown noise. I don't know what that is. Well, we, uh, it's funny because white noise is just kind of like a term that we use for all of those, but they actually yeah. have different colors of noise that have no. like, let's I do an did example. Not know this. <laughs> like a white noise could be, I think white noise is higher pitch. Like it's more like, shh. Yeah, yeah. But then I like the lower pitch ones. It's more like a brown like noise. Fan? It's more like a. <sighs> yeah. This is beautiful. Like you should yeah. do this professionally. Just make the sounds <laughs> on your voice. Yeah. I like it. I should and I will. Will you do a bird and a babbling brook now? <laughs> you know what? I don't like those either. Yeah. I don't like anything that has a pattern mm-hmm. or especially if it's on an app, it's just repeated, right? It's yeah. it's a noise on repeat and I will hear the repeat yeah. and I will drive myself crazy with it. Oh, Same wow. with the clock. Ticking clock on the wall. And I don't even know if they make ticking clocks anymore. But I I used to drive myself crazy because I would like sing a song to to the pattern, the rhythm of the clock on the wall. (laughs) That's a real problem. Yeah. Yeah, So I'm there with you. I don't like, I don't like, um, 
I don't like sounds that make me pay attention to them mm-hmm. when I'm I sleeping. That. That's kind of the opposite of what you want to happen. And I have to say, I am proud of my mom. My mom listens to my podcast all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, she's my number one fan, which she oh, should nice. be. Like she would... made me. So I mean, you are supposed to like them. You know? <laughs> yes. So I have to say, because I know she's listening. That I'm proud of her because my mom and her sister is the same way. They fall asleep listening to podcasts. Right. Um, or like my aunt would have the TV on all the time or the radio on. All the, and that to me is so foreign because I don't like noise when I'm going to sleep. Yep. But I think it's just a soothing thing for them. Mom would say that she felt, would fall asleep better with listening to somebody, me usually. <laughs> listening to my podcast you know what I could totally I could get because I am I am obsessed with my child I can totally see (laughs) like in the future it'd be Mm. like absolutely I would totally I would totally listen to her you do actually have a very soothing voice anyway so Mm, I mean that's and I that's a good thing I have no I have no reason I mean other than us being best friends I have nothing to like (laughs) make me say that right (laughs) so no I I did not pay her to say that but there is a point to the thing about being my proud of my mom is I've talked (laughs) it's okay it's just best friend banter yeah sorry about that um few days ago I was talking to her about why don't you try going to bed with silence in your ears instead of noise or instead of people talking mostly for the fact that I don't like her having technology close yeah. to her brain every night and we just kind of talked about it casually in in a conversation and then went on to whatever else we were talking about and then a few days later she had said, oh, she goes, the last two nights I've gone to sleep without listening to, with, without listening to podcasts. And she said, actually, I still put my headphone, my earphone in my ear just because it's like a, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a noise reduction thing, which is fine. It wasn't plugged into anything. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't have like her phone under her pillow or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really sure why I started talking about this, but just to say <laughs> that I understand that a lot of people have to listen to something as they're fall- mm-hmm. falling asleep. But there's also the challenge of if you have to depend on something to to fall asleep, then maybe that's a habit we should get out of. We should be able to fall asleep anywhere in any situation. And we don't always. I'm not judging anyone (laughs) i'm just saying that get used to some silence every once in a while at bedtime because silence is golden this is a good time to to apologize for my dog that is barking that um (laughs) that that is not not silent yeah Um, well she's got something to say about the being on the bed thing she's like about this this is what's going on there (laughs) it's like i have something to say come get me right absolutely do you have any suggestions for the crock pot <laughs> maybe you put it on during the day so when you get home at night well, i can't do that though i can't i I, no? I i irrationally worry about um okay not not about like the good people at crock pot would do anything wrong to me but i just i'm <laughs> you know i i 
I, I worry unnecessarily about that. And, and I am not in, I'm not an overly anxious human. Mm. These aren't things that I struggle with, but for some reason, the idea of that being on, and I don't know if it's just you, I, you're always supposed to turn everything off when you leave and, right. and it's just been ingrained. <laughs> like maybe that's what it is, but I just, I can't. So I was like, here's the, here's the way I'm around it. Right. I'll put it on at night. I'll still be home. It'll be fine. And then the, the smells were a problem. So it's just a mm. weekend thing. Uh, the crock pot okay. can only happen on the weekends. That's it. And I'm okay with it. Okay. You know what? Everyone's got things that are weird. Yeah. I have so many. They can even... <laughs> I had to start a podcast just to talk about all of them. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I say I'm interviewing other people, but it's really always comes back to me and the things I want to talk about. Well, your name's on it. So, you know, you get to, I know you you get to do that, but let's talk more about you. Oh, great. Oh, we're coming on an hour. Do you have to go? Well, my dog is going to keep barking, but no, (laughs) actually she's going down. Um, No. What do you want to talk about? Let's talk about, Well, um, you are a self care advocate. Sure am. No. Yes. Yes. Let's talk about that. What are some of the ways that you you practice self-care or you recommend to your clients in these crazy times? Wow. It's a dumb question. We can do another one. No, 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 no. I mean, people Tell me know. what to ask you. Help me help, help. you. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Um, so it's... um. So as I said before, like for me, this didn't change too much mm. um, because I, I know how to entertain myself. Okay. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people have either not had a lot of experience with or again, like, you know, we had a, a gravel pit and I would I would play in that like I can make my own fun and I'm I'm okay with that um it was very overwhelming um with school closures and working from home and and trying to manage that for the first little bit but I really think as as humans we generally adapt pretty well when we we know what the parameters are right so we know this is what's going to happen you're going to have to make this work and you're like okay I'll figure it out so um I found at the beginning of um, at the beginning of the, f- the first lockdown, so like March of last year, um, being able to um, set a schedule and, you know, follow it, you know, not, not to the T, but just knowing that we're going to go outside, we're going to, you're going to move your body, you're going to eat at regular times, you know, all of those type of things, trying to organize um, your day and, and time, um, and just try to keep that schedule was good for everybody and saying, this is when, um, like I, I need to be on the phone. You can't talk, (laughs) right? Like (laughs) here's your time when you can, you can play. And this is the time I need this and just being able to set those boundaries. And I think that's important in life anyway, to be able to, to set boundaries with people and say, this is what I need. What can you give me and negotiate? And even though, again, like my, well, cherub is five. She's still able to understand that, you know, I, I need this right now. And, and so she was good with that. And, um, but no, I, and again, when I was talking about the, the, the sleep schedule stuff, I think that's really, really important to, 
to give yourself those cues that you're, you know, winding down and that, you know, this is what you need in order to, to get to that place of, of kind of self-soothing. And I think sleep is one thing that I, I really um, bump up against my clients a lot with it. Um, they they often are resistant to the idea of, of all of the, all of the, the, the things I have to say pretty much, and maybe not understanding how difficult it can be. Um, if you, if you don't, if you don't take care of your body, it's not going to just shut down and, and do what you want. Right. It's just, you know, if you're, if you never really, if you're not fueling it the way you should be in general, or if you're giving it way too much of something, so like the caffeine, you know, or substance or, you know, those type of things. And if you're sitting at home and playing video games or watching Netflix and you're doing, and you're not actually ever moving, how is your body ever going to be comfortable at rest? Right. So I think those things are really important as for specific things about like, this is what I like to do. I don't think it's necessarily applicable because literally you could, you could click on millions of ideas on the internet. They're all thrown Mm -hmm. out there, but if it doesn't mean anything to you, it doesn't really matter. Right. So you have to try, you have to go to those (laughs) crochet things. You have to like, you know, figure out if that's for you and, or maybe, you know, you have an instrument and you haven't played it in a long time, maybe invest five minutes in that, right? Like just try to go through um, those things that matter to you and then let yourself dream a little bit. Like, what do you want? What, what do you see yourself doing, right? Like if, you know, I have, I have never really um, done stand up paddle boarding. I had done it one time, but I was pregnant. So it was kind of like a half-assed job. No, I didn't do a great job at it. Right. So, um, and then I never did it again for, I don't know. I'm so sorry about the dog barking. I can barely hear it. Really? Okay, good. Yeah. All right. But, um, you know, or I'm, I don't consider myself to be artistic at all, but just doing one of those like hundred day challenges of, um, you know, drawing a flower every day, right. Challenging yourself to just do something right and you're going to see what works and what doesn't work for for you and I know that's a pretty broad answer but it has to stay broad in order for you to actually like find something that clicks with you right so but I think like the broad categories are fuel your body don't put stuff in it that's going to take away I, I mean I understand that people have addictions and and you know that's something real but in general maybe don't maybe set some limits if you can around what you're putting in there. Um, and like, don't drink a bunch of coffee before you try to go to sleep, you know, or, um, you know, set some goals for yourself of, of things you want to try and, you know, see how it goes. Yeah. That's a great try point. Uh, yeah. That's a great point about doing something like something that someone else might find relaxing or it works for someone else but if it's not for you then it's not going to be it <laughs> doesn't count well, as self-care if you don't care about it no um, not at all I would um, say for like a spa if someone or like you know those women are like you know you just need to go to a spa and get yeah. pampered and I'm like that's like my worst nightmare yeah that is that's the opposite of self-care for me and it's not like a, I don't want someone touching me thing mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I have no problem with being touched by strangers. The hey, thing I don't diary. like. This is, this is interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, the thing I don't like is 
just like lying there and, and expecting that the person is going to do these things for me. And I have no, like, it's not normal for me to just have a casual conversation with them. Like I'm Mm -hmm. the weirdo who wants to be friends with the person who's working on me. And I find a lot of them don't really like that. Like they, or they'll listen to something like they have headphones in, they're listening to music. And I'm like, you're touching my hand right now and you're right Mm -hmm. in front of me. You're a human being. And I want to have a conversation. Like I want to get to know you. I want to talk about things with you, but I'm just supposed to sit here quietly and enjoy this, but I'm not enjoying it. If I'm not allowed to connect with you, like we're connecting physically. I want to connect emotionally as well. And I'm not okay with like here, like I, and I'm not like, I'm not judging people who do this, but I just, for me, it feels weird to go in and be like, hi, strangers do all these things to me. And I'm just going to sit here quietly and accept it all. Like, I want to be like, hi, how are you? How's your day going? Like even when I pick up groceries at Walmart, I'm the person who's standing out in like the minus 15 weather by the, the trunk of my car going, how's your day going? Are you, are you cold? (laughs) Don't you, you need a bigger coat. That's like, funny. I just want to connect with people and I don't like being told that I can't and I don't want to pay money to a stranger and then not connect with them. I um, I ran into this <laughs> problem. It does. I ran into this problem with massage therapists that, yes. um, that I would go and I would talk. They didn't. They didn't start the conversation. <laughs> it was me. And they would talk and like and and we'd have this thing that would happen, right? I'd go to the same person, we'd we'd pick up where we left off and <laughs> and like then I couldn't for myself, I couldn't set that boundary again of like, hi, I know I talk to you all the time, but like I just I just need a minute. I couldn't mm. I couldn't do that. And I was like, now we're in a weird place. And like then they start like I had a couple people like to tell me things and I'm okay with that. Um, but then it became, I'm like, now I'm kind of working <laughs> while this is happening and we're both working, but I'm pay- and I'm just like, Oh, what did you do? Like, this is my own, this is me. It wasn't them. It was me. Right. I was like, what did you do to yourself? So I understand. I do understand that. Yeah. But it's, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's personal, right? Like you have to pick what's going to work for you and you have to, like, like leisure is about connection and, and meaning, right? So you have to find things that matter to you. Not I, I, There's a place for diversion. There's a place for entertainment and, and, and that stuff. And that is good and wonderful. And we should do that. Yay. Right. But there's also time to have things that, that connect on some level with you, with you for something. Like there's something about making, you know, your your hat you know during a tv show there's something that me that means something to you You like creating something right so Mm -hmm. and that that's the meaning part but if you would ask me to do that i was like this is this torture right and so that's not going to mean anything to me and that's not going to that's going to be a thing that i have done and it's going to be i would classify that as work right that's something i have done it is not enjoyable i didn't get any meaning out of it you know so to you know very lovely humans can have very different responses to things and that has to be okay. But if you don't, if you don't spend time exploring, what does this mean to you or, or having someone prescribe, like, this is what we should be doing. This is what you should be doing. That's what people should be doing. People in your situation should be doing blah, 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 blah. Like, yes, 
we should be getting 150 minutes of exercise, you know, to meet the standards. So you, you're healthy, you know, whatever that means, right? We, those are things we should be doing. But how you do that isn't really, isn't the prescription, right? Like you should run, you should go to CrossFit, you should take a Zumba class, you, you know, I, I don't get to decide what, what, ca- you know, I, I might t- prescribe the, 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 the category, but I don't prescribe what you do, you have to figure that out. And so what my job ends up being is, is um, I'll go with you or, or we navigate that situation to figure out like, you know, are you comfortable or you're not? And so I go to, to different places, but I don't always go with people into um, like, if they want to try the gym and they feel confident, we'll, we'll, you know, I can help somebody go through the steps of like how to get a gym membership or, or, you know, but most of the time, like, I don't, people don't need hands on, they just need like you to hold their hand in a sense of like, I'm here with you to figure something out, but not to do for, right. And I think that we just don't give people in general enough credit to be able to figure out what they want to do, how to navigate systems, um, you know, and just trying out some fun stuff and figuring (laughs) out what your, what your jam is, right. So yeah. So what are some hobbies that you are good at? You keep talking about things you're not good at. You're good at a lot of things, right? Name it's one so, for me right now. I mean, everything. So I think it's in the sense of like, <laughs> I, I like things. Yeah. But like, I, you know how people just are not like, good at anything. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's like, it's not my like identity. It's like, okay. I'm a fill in the blank right like I am a rock climber I am a you know whatever right there are lots of things that I do that I enjoy that I like going I I like you know exercise but I'm not going to be a fitness model because that's not my goal right like (laughs) I you know I I I like going to yoga but I'm not going to be the person who is doing a mermaid position on the you know on the beach with a beautiful sunset right like yeah, yeah that's I'm like those splinters are going to happen with that, right? Like that's not, <laughs> you know, that's 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 not it. But like I've 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 done a triathlon. Mm. I wasn't in a I didn't medal in it, right? Like I, um, and I vowed that I wouldn't do one again. It was really cool, but mm-hmm. it was in a it was in in a lake and there was a lot of seaweed. Ooh. And so when people were at the beginning, you're all excited to, to race. And so there were just like, there was, there was seaweed and there were like arms and there were feet and there was just yeah. it, it was a lot of sensory overload. Um, <laughs> and so I'm like, maybe one of the ones in a pool I could do. Um, but that was, or maybe when, if we were paced out a little bit more, hmm. an individual record, that type of thing. But, <laughs> but again, like I wasn't like, I, I was the first in my class, like, no, right. no, but I did it and I liked it and it was good. I, I like cycling. I like exercise, right? Um, I'm an okay swimmer, you know, we'll get through. But yeah, yeah so again, I'm not crafty, 100% not crafty, but I have tried to work on on um, some artistic endeavors. So I've tried to um, do um, like a 100 day flower art challenge, right? I tried to, to make myself do that to just try right to be good at something um <laughs> and um i've uh, i used to dragon boat right that, cool. that was kind of that was cool right yeah so See, you're good at things i i participate and i enjoy them and i think that's important <laughs> that's that I, I i i am not the medal winner and that's no. that's okay you don't need to be the medal winner no i no, yeah I don't. I don't i think it's funny when when people describe themselves as 
the thing that they like their diet or their yeah. workout. Like I'm a CrossFitter. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you want to be labeled. Like, do you need that label? Like I, you know, use a rebounder. I'm not like, I'm not, I'm a rebounder. Hey, I'm Beth. I'm a rebounder. And I, this is you your know. new tagline right there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just one of those things I've always found funny. Like when people are like, so tell me about yourself. I'm a vegan. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's what you eat, but that's not mm-hmm. who you are. And I find a lot of those things almost become like a religion. Like you do yoga. So you are yoga and you encompass yeah. everything that yoga is. And I'm like, why can't we just do yoga without being yoga <laughs> or like I yeah. eat, I don't eat meat okay that's okay like that's cool that's you but yeah. that's not all that you are that's not your whole identity so as you're talking about that I'm like it's kind of cool that you're not identifying as just like I'm I, a this I never have and it's We're funny I was things. in I want to say like, in, uh, like maybe sociology 101 or something. I remember <laughs> it was, it was university and it was one of the 101s and uh, they were talking about, you know, describe yourself. And everyone was saying, I'm a sister, brother, cousin, you know, I'm a, I'm a student. I'm a, you know, and I actually, I didn't define myself by any of those things. I'm like, I'm kind and I'm compassionate and I'm warm. And I, you know, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I did this wrong. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> right? Because I don't, I, I've never seen myself as how I am to other people, but it's like, mm-hmm. who, who am I as a person and, and, you know, how does it come out? So, which is not as fun of an answer as like, I am a dragon boater right like yeah. I am I am this right so I think people feel more comfortable with you like putting yourself into this because then you can easily identify like okay I also am a crocheter yay mm-hmm. you know we we're that together and I think it's just you know process of elimination they're like who are my people but but I don't see myself that way so it's not a case of low self-esteem that I'm not good mm-hmm. at anything <laughs> yeah. I was kidding I, no 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 no, yeah. no. I, I'm not actually that great <laughs> any of the things but I try them and I like them and I, yeah. I you know I enjoy the process of stuff and then I move on to something else and um you know it's there's going to be something else around the corner and you know at the end of the day I'm still able to like go play in a gravel pit if I have to and I'll make something <laughs> out of that and it'll be cool right I played in dirt when I was a kid like literally in dirt so I'm it's fine I'll be fine <laughs> Oh shoot. Yeah. I um have always been able to entertain myself mm-hmm. and find the fun really in anything that I'm doing as long as I have my own company, then I'm good. <laughs> I'm never lonely because I always have my own company. It's pretty important. And that's right? yeah. Just enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> What's your favorite REM album, by the way? Oh I don't know. Um I know that sounds really horrible. Um it doesn't. So in, so I would have been introduced to them when I was about like 12 or 13. <gasps> so it would have been like losing my religion would have been right it. And then yeah. that was the time when Michael Stipe was there with the MTV awards with like all the different shirts and then to like solidified my love forever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, so there's so much like emotion involved. I, I, don't like it because it's like the obvious choice but mm-hmm. I have to, you have to go with like life cycle and how that was my introduction and how that like that kind of took me through that whole decade like that was my introduction mm-hmm. to that whole decade mm-hmm. and that age right so for nostalgia alone 
that one and then I after so after losing my religion I would have gone back to like mm-hmm. look at some of the older stuff which was good right mm-hmm. um and yeah I and I felt another sort of wave because um up which I listened to today would have come <laughs> at like the sort of like university time for me mm-hmm. and so it was like a whole different wave of of like stuff that comes up so they're very different um, because they span like decades right you get to experience different parts of your life through them (laughs) so if you're lucky (laughs) so yeah so that was a really terrible answer but I think it would have to be those two only because of the importance they were for the time of my life Mm. okay you new adventures in hi-fi okay okay I was in high school and that was Mm -hmm. I just the songs start and I get goosebumps because like you're talking about like I remember where I was and high school was a good time for me I I hated my 20s I had horrible experiences in my 20s but my late teens were besides like my first 10 years of life my being like 18 19 was probably my favorite time and that's when I had all my favorite music around me and music was such a huge part and when the band announced that they were breaking up I felt so grateful that that like the key times of my life had them as my soundtrack and I still feel like REM is like the soundtrack of my life absolutely when Um, they make the movie of me and like someone like Drew Barrymore or someone who has a weird mouth like I do plays me then they can play all the REM songs I have a great I have a I have a good story yes please well it's um so I was um I, I played, I was in the high school band. Um, okay, nerd. That's and, what you didn't want to tell me. Um, I'm just kidding. For me. I'm <laughs> and just so, and I went to band camp. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and we were like, so like, e- groups of people when they get together, right? You yeah. be at a certain mm-hmm. age, you know, so like, you go by band camp. Anyway, there's this like, like shiny, happy people, right? Yeah. Came on and we all like dance around. I think I'm like in grade eight here. Right. And yeah. it's like, ah, and it's just, it's such like a, like a vivid memory, mm-hmm. even though that's not like in any sort of way, one of my favorite songs It's is one right. of those like moment in time that you like mm-hmm. all of these things kind of came together. So yeah, that's, that's my band camp song. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm really like, I'm so cool. <laughs> you are. I have Thank you. So I have a nerdy story about mm-hmm. a song that you never want to admit that um, you sang in public. I'm here. I Let's want sing. it that way. Is that? <laughs> yes. Um, my fire. It's <laughs> the one. <laughs> when I hear it, I have this amazing memory. I was I went with a couple of friends from high school downtown Toronto had to catch the go train home but it was one of the late trains like at midnight and we had to wait around for it so we're in union station and waiting for our train i want it that way it comes on the radio and i think it was just like we were tired we just wanted to go home we'd had a fun night we were just singing it at the top of our lungs in Union Station, there's hardly anyone around except like the people in the, who worked at the cafe nearby who were all watching and were all kind of laughing with us. And, and it was funny that we all knew all the words. Like I was never, <laughs> a, never a fan. It was Did you even know that you knew that, right? the words? 
No, we <laughs> just like, we knew yourself. all the words. We had so much fun. We were laughing. We were singing it. And every time I hear that, see, and it's such even like a lame kind of memory to tell that we, we were singing a song. It was hilarious. <laughs> we were singing Backstreet Boys. It was awesome. <laughs> um, but for some reason, whenever I hear that song, I always think of that because it was a really yep. fun time in my yeah. life and was with people that I loved. And so I hope when they hear that, they think of that as well. They're thinking of you too. And that's the thing about meaning, right? Mm. You would never put Backstreet Boys in something that's important to you but that I mean those memories are so important right so you got to be open to stuff yeah way to bring all of that banter just right back to what we were talking about in the first place as you can tell I am a mental health clinician you're you're good at this (laughs) thank you see oh put on my list (laughs) oh my gosh I'm good at wrapping things up that's right all right. Segway okay. and done. <laughs> and scene. Right. This is really fun. I should probably let you go. Well, you know, uh, I I think I've 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 had the dogs not bark long enough. <laughs> but it was lovely. Ugh. It was lovely to be here. It was lovely to see you and spend time with you. And mm-hmm. even though we have the crochet thing, I think I, I think we can still be best friends. So we're good. <laughs> I think so too. Bestie. Awesome.